Few Bostonians noticed the birth of Benjamin Franklin on a wintry Sunday in 1706, which has become one of the most memorialized events in history. The future printer, publisher, writer, inventor, scientist, patriot, and diplomat of international renown was the son of Abiah Folger and Josiah Franklin, a tallow chandler in town. The infant was baptized the same day, on January 6th, at the Old South Church, right across from the family's small tenement house in Milk Street. A growing urban center itself, Colonial Boston played a crucial role in shaping the formative years of this young boy, whose energy, prodigy, ambition, and rebellion would soon make him someone to reckon with in this Orthodox Puritan community. Franklin's autobiography describes many major events in his childhood, the information of which modern scholars continue to rely on, unless otherwise indicated. Many quotes in this chapter also came directly from part one of that book. Yet they differ in emphasis, whereas biographers from Carl Van Doren, Esmond Wright, and H.W. Brands to Walter Isaacson chronicled this period, Arthur B. Tortolot remains the one who has focused on the young Franklin in Boston. Through extensive studies of Franklin's writings in the New England Current and other contemporary publications, Perry Miller and J.A. Leo LeMay demonstrate not only how society has shaped Franklin, but also how he has fought against tradition and orthodoxy by searching for a novel voice of personal expressions at a very young age. Parents. The Franklins came from Ecton, a hamlet only a few miles outside Northampton in England, where the family had a small estate and a blacksmith shop. Born in 1657, Josiah Franklin was the youngest son of Jane White and Thomas Franklin II. Their oldest son, Thomas III, inherited the family estate, but mistreated the father who, in 1666, moved to stay with his second son, John, at Banbury in the neighboring Oxfordshire. A gentle and agreeable person, John also took Josiah, then about nine years old, as apprentice in his dyeing business. Within ten years, Josiah finished his apprenticeship, married Anne Child of Ecton in 1677, and had their first child, Elizabeth, the next year. Things then turned sour, however, Shortly after Anne gave birth to a son, Samuel, in 1681, Josiah's father passed away. Brother John, now 39, was finally getting married, and so was another brother, Benjamin, who returned to Banbury from London, where his business had not gone well. All three brothers were dyers, raising their families, and trying to make it in the same town, which also had other dyers. As the youngest, Josiah wanted no competition and decided to leave. Along with Anne, five-year-old Elizabeth, two-year-old Samuel, and the infant Hannah, he left Banbury for Boston in New England in the summer of 1683. At that time, Massachusetts law forbade men or women of mean condition to imitate the fashion of the upper class by wearing silk. A provincial town of under 10,000 souls, Boston did not have a rich clientele large enough to support newly arrived dyers 
until an influx of royal officials later that decade when Massachusetts became a crown colony. Not the least would it favor those dyers who were unable to establish a calendar house for a heavy press to scour woolens, silk, and other delicate material. Struggling to survive but limited by resources, Josiah Franklin decided to adapt. His versatility, mechanical dexterity, and a strong personal determination, all of which were a trademark of the Franklins, helped in this transition. He tried several different businesses and finally settled as a soap boiler and candle maker, a profession he kept for the rest of his life. After giving birth to seven children in twelve years, Anne Franklin did not survive the transatlantic migration for long and died in July 1689.